All right, everybody. Welcome back to the American Yammer podcast. Uh, you guys may, uh, as you're listening along, uh, can hear a difference in what's going on, and it's because we've kind of changed the platform of the Yammer. Uh, you might hear that we've got Big Poppy on, uh, gosh, so many episodes <laughs> for this season uh, four, uh, and that's because the Yammer has brought in Poppy as a uh, as a, not a co-host, but just an additional host uh, to go alongside with me, Hall Pass. And uh, we're kind of able to split up some responsibilities for the Yammer, um, provide an additional um, element to the episodes, uh, both with and or without guest. Um, with that being said, guys, just sit back, relax, enjoy this episode. Um, it's uh, me interviewing uh, Poppy, so you can get his story. And then I believe the next episode's going to be uh, Poppy interviewing me so that you can get mine. And then we're going to roll out the rest of the season. As it goes, um, if we could get some of uh, some of the listeners' help, um, we want to bring on a guest to the Yammer that are um, uh, making an impact in either home, uh, career, or uh, within their community. Uh, we want to, you know, talk to them about their journey in that. So, if you could reach out to us on Twitter, um, my personal Twitter is F3 Hall Pass, and then we've got uh, Juan. Santos336, I believe, is uh, Poppy's Twitter. And then, of course, the uh, American Yammer, F3, the American Yammer uh, Twitter handle. You can send us messages there. Say, hey, you know, you ought to reach out to uh, so-and-so. He's been doing this and that. And uh, and we'll we'll, we'll uh, get them on. Yeah, with that being said, guys, sit back, relax, enjoy uh, this episode with Big Poppy. Zeus. Hercules. Has toit muscles. Dude, I think muscle memory just had me walk towards the refrigerator to grab a cold beer. You want one? <laughs> it's like 5 a.m. <laughs> so I should wait. I got to work today. So no cold beers this morning. There you go. Let me adjust this microphone. So we were just talking before I hit record. Um, I had the privilege of coming by your place last night whenever... They were celebrating your accomplishments. Congratulations again on that. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe we'll um, leave the listeners on the edge of their seat and we'll, we'll I'll talk about that again later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like sitting there going, oh my God, I cannot wait to hear what this accomplishment is. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. They're like, we got to sit through three hours of this podcast before we find out what this uh, celebration was all about exactly their families in the background their kids are like can we play their, their spouse is like can we do something and they're like i can't <laughs> the weight of the world is on figuring out what this accomplishment is it was a big deal <laughs> it was a big deal the kids were were all hugging and kissing and and uh i was there behind you celebrating along with the family <laughs> yep yeah you're like all right something, Very, something's happening <laughs> i feel like your wife cut eyes at me She's like, mm, you <laughs> son of a... <laughs> you sneaky bastard. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> this is supposed to be for him. Let me play with these adjustments for just a second. Give me a couple brown cow, brown cows. Brown cow. Brown cow. Now listen, for the listeners, um, I'll let them know that we're at at my place recording this episode in the, uh, in the American Yammer uh, studio, I guess, if you want to call it. Uh, I've done a lot of work in here. I haven't recorded a podcast since last season where we ended off with Baby Bop, and that was back in November. So, funny story is, is I had all this 
wasn't like this before. It was just a room um, with some comfort qualities. We didn't have a couch. We had several chairs set up. And then uh, I got everything ready. I got the couch. I got the the rug. Blah, blah, blah. And I haven't recorded a single episode in here since. Mm. <laughs> that, that, that's how it works. I guess. That's like getting that job resume ready. Yeah. Months go by. You're like, why have I not applied for a job? They're just not. I got my resume, Mom. I got it ready. Yeah. <laughs> you're over there shopping. You get your workout clothes. You got your fresh socks. The shoes are ready. It's terrible. Seven months later, why haven't I exercised? <laughs> It's there's something to that, right? Like uh, getting everything in in preparation for something and then not doing it. I, th- I found that in my life to be like an addictive part of of uh, anything, rather it be like starting a new job. And you might be able to tell me better, and and then we'll get started in this. I promise. When I was a a kid in high school, I had a really hard time. I wanted to as soon as I turned sixteen, I wanted to quit because I could, and it was like legal or whatever. Um. So, like, halfway through each school year, I'd just be like, no, nah, I'm not going to go anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And then mom would sit down and have this conversation with me, and uh, she's like, well, let's just take the rest of the year off. You'll go back. We'll, we'll get you some new clothes. We'll get everything ready. And and that's what we would do. I think I did that to her, like, two or three times. Like, where I would go, yeah. and like, you know, mom, I need new shoes, I need new pants, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then go for, like, a couple months and quit again. It was terrible. Mm. But I, that's carried on into my my adult life as we sit here uh with all these these new things but i'm I'm doing something now so there hopefully go. i'm gonna stick with it there you go <laughs> yeah thanks poppy You're so welcome. uh this being the new season uh season four officially of the american yammer uh podcast you're gonna be my first guest for the season and uh you're going to be my uh we're gonna share host responsibilities for the yammer moving forward Man, <laughs> it's like 5 a.m. We're talking about responsibilities. Are we just now talking about it? <laughs> it's like I just now sprung it on you. You just sprung it on. I thought I was here for a morning beer. Yeah, right. No, we're going to do 36 episodes. We'll do 10 today. All right. <laughs> and then we'll post them. We won't have to do any more recording for like the rest of the year. There you go. You're really fighting against that uh, that high school years. Oh, yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm going to finish something. I'm going to finish 10 four. This <laughs> the whole thing. So 10 episodes today. I hope you cleared your calendar. I'm trying to find a place to sip my coffee. Um, Poppy, tell me, how did you get your F3 name? Tell me the whole story. Oh, man. Let's see. Well, first, let me, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Where Where did you first post and when was it? I feel like it was, what, five months ago? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I was, uh, so before that, it was my son's birthday party. And it was one of those moments where I think many listeners, you've probably been in these situations where, you know, you're just doing your thing and then you feel targeted. Like you feel like someone just bullseye and they see you and they come after you. So (laughs) that's what Matt did. Locked eyes with me. Not one eye, both eyes. Yeah. So then I was like, I guess I got to talk to this dude. He's one of the fathers of a child that my son plays with. So here we go. Dad mode. Uh So I said, hey, man, thanks for coming to my son's birthday party. First things out of his word mouth were F three. <laughs> I said, Well, is that your name? F three. F three. I remember we were at the uh the bounce place. Yeah, yeah, the bounce place is cool. Yeah, it's a nice little spot for the kiddos. Yeah, so that's that's, that's uh where the original conversation of hey, here's a group I'm a part of. Um, I think it'd be a good fit. 
Uh, and, you know, I think what sold me on it was a lot of what you mentioned with the group, like getting up in the morning to work out, um, men coming together, strong involvement community. I think a lot of that resonated. Like, you know, those are things that I've been doing since, you know, way back in the day, like through yeah. college, I did tons of leadership work here, going on missions. Mm. Um, I, th I think I always just looked for opportunities to lead. I used to do a lot of work with Habitat for Humanity, building homes. Yeah. Um, I come from poverty, so I always look for opportunities to help others. Um, and then I'm a big fan of uh, structure. So, you know, if I can get up early in the morning, yeah. if I could knock this out and then get to the next task. Yeah. Uh, so it was right. It was it was right up my alley. Yeah. Um, not like something foreign or new, but just, you know, nice uh, adjustment uh, or a shift. And then we went to that first workout at Circle Time. There you go. Over by um, the elementary school, mm -hmm. Jesse Wharton. And we did, I think it was a standard boot camp style workout. I like to call them, yeah. you know, just stations, yeah. maybe some mercs, some push-ups, uh -huh. side straddle hops, some uh -huh. jumping jacks, uh, which, which was, you know, they're all great workouts. Yeah. Um, which is very similar to what I do yeah. on my own. You're like, this is pretty easy is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't saying they're easy. I mean, you know, sometimes it's tough, you know, yeah. getting out there. Yeah. Um, I, I, maybe, maybe just, you know, for years I've been hitting the iron working out um we could tell used to work out as a personal trainer right i did that for a while wrestled through school yeah. um so any anytime i can get around you know sweating let's push the body let's yeah. see how far we can get it you know call me yeah I'm you understand there. the uh benefits of just moving yep yeah and breaking a sweat yeah so it's it's almost uh you could say that there isn't any bad workouts just wake up get moving even if it's just a mosey yeah, you know, a, a slow run or whatever, just to get the blood flowing. The uh, what do you call it? The acid. Uh, what do you call it? Lactic acid. Mm -hmm. Get that dump. Yeah. Get that out. So for nothing else, it's good. I would say most workouts are probably on a scale of uh, one to ten, ten being the hardest. I think probably on average around like a seven and eight. You know, depending on who's queuing. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is good for me. Um, I can only do a couple of tens a week, maybe to where my body feels it and I want to rest. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, so a good six, seven, eight, I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, do you remember who the cue was for your first workout? You know, maybe it was tips. Maybe. Do you remember the guy naming you? I think that's, I think that's who it was. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Um, they went with the name of uh, Big Poppy. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, they ask, tell, tell us about you. Uh-huh. Everyone circles around you, which... You know, just re <laughs> reflecting back, I was like, this is, this is interesting. Yeah. This is eccentric. Yeah. It's odd. Uh-huh. You know, what's happening here? Yeah. Um, but it was cool, too. It was, it was neat. Uh, you, you know, people come close. Closeness sometimes represents uh, respect and kindness and compassion. Yeah. You know, it's like you're with your spouse and you move a little bit closer on the couch. Yeah. Right. There's a sense of sensitivity and vulnerability. So I, I enjoyed that. And questions are... Uh, tell us about you, your interests, your hobbies. So I think I spoke about um, big fan of the Boston Red Sox. Uh huh. Um, I like I like baseball. I was born Dominican Republic, uh -huh. so that's like the, you know, baseball's in the blood. Yeah. You know, when you're little, everyone's trying to get you to be a pro baseball player. <laughs> uh, but 
God was, you know, he blessed me at five, six. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Not six, five. <laughs> <laughs> so they went with uh, Big Poppy, which is a famous baseball player, uh, David Ortiz. Yeah. Over with the Boston Red Sox. Uh, retired now. Um, but he's a big mammoth of a guy. Yeah. I was like, I'll take that. So you're kind of the opposite. No, what? <laughs> kind of the opposite. It of depends. It guy. depends on what angle you're looking at me on. You're like a little mammoth, right? So if <laughs> if I'm on like an incline of a hill, yeah, and you're lower, then you're the and the sun is hitting you at the right angle. That's the big. And poppy. you're kind of looking up, and then you go big poppy. <laughs> right there he is. But maybe if I'm face to face, and you take out the big, and you go poppy. <laughs> yeah. Where is uh, the 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 Red Sox big poppy from? Is he Dominican? He's Republic? Dominican. Yep. He's oh, from Dominican man. Republic. Yeah. He got a great name. Could have been so much worse. It could have been so much worse. <laughs> like he could have been Jeter, any of those other guys. You know, I, when I was there, I had a feeling. I said, I wonder if numbers are low for F3. Uh-huh, yeah. And, and because numbers are low, they're like, hey, we, we, we got to take them where they come. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if um, I wonder if Sacked was there that morning. Sacked will oftentimes walk over to you after everything's all said and done. I've heard him do it many times, and he'll be like, hey, man, um, are you okay with that name that they mm-hmm. gave you? That's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Sacked, um, what a respectful person. Yeah. You know, I think he holds so much integrity. When it, Whenever um, my kids were named, and yeah. we went to that workout over at uh, Kernodal, uh, losing the name. Cougartown? Cougartown, Thank yeah. You. Saturday, 6 a.m. Yeah. Um, he did the same thing there. Yeah. You know, he's always really intentional, purposeful. Very. Uh, and, and that's a... It, it's not always a skill you see. Yeah. Um, and it, it is a skill that requires consistent polishing yeah. you know, to make sure that you take time to intentionally uh, check in with somebody and say, hey, is this okay? He's he's phenomenal with that. He's, um, you know, if, if it goes a while without seeing me, uh, he'll shoot me a text or a call and just do a, do a little check in and, and um, encourage me to come back out mm-hmm. uh, just for, for nothing else other than just to see my face. Um, I can remember when Sack first, you know, set his sights on me. He would uh, he would ask questions like, "How are you?" You know, and it, and it from Sack it and it felt like oftentimes that question is asked just for like conversation purposes. Mm-hmm. But when he did it, it was like he meant it, and it was off putting to me because we're not in those engaging, or at least I'm not in those engaging type conversations very often. So I was like, hold on a sec. <laughs> like he's, he's like mm-hmm. really concerned or, or interested in how I'm, how I'm doing. Yeah. And he was a big part in, um, you know, I've, I've shared the story on here from in 2020 shortly after I started F3, the family, you know, they got stuck overseas visiting family. Um, and then COVID shut down. So it was three and a half months of, being here by myself, them halfway across the world. And man, these guys really showed up for me um, in that just accountability piece that, that how are you? And uh, man, it's uh, invaluable that time of my life to have these F3 guys. Sack in particular, man, it's just, just compassionate. Like really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Sack, if you're listening, I appreciate all that. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, so about five months ago, you jumped into F3. I didn't, what they refer to as headlock. Um, I didn't headlock you very long. I think I had, uh, we had crossed paths at kids' parties maybe two or three times prior to mm-hmm. me sitting down with you. And I love um, 
having that opportunity to ask a guy if he had heard of F3 and if they're like, no, I'm like, this is awesome. Like if you yeah. could just wake up in the mornings and show up, I'll go wherever you want to go, whenever you want to go uh, to support you through that. Cause it could be nerve wracking. And then, uh, so to be able to have that talk with you, it was neat. That was probably on a Saturday or something. That party was. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I think you showed up Monday, uh, for a workout. Yep, it would be circle mm-hmm. time. Yep, and then uh, and then you went like every single day mm-hmm. for like a month. Yeah, <laughs> you're just hitting them all, and uh, I'm like, you want to go try any of these other ones around town? And he's like, no, you know, I like my little the circle here. You know, I like yeah. Jesse Warden with um, Cougar Town uh, Circle Time. You Sweat do. Angel Fence Line. Yep, Fence Line Sweat Angel Natty's Hump on Wednesdays. Yep, and then Fridays. Uh, Broga. Yeah, so it was just like. That was your place. Yeah. And you've been up to uh, Death Star a yeah. time or two, right? Yeah. Uh, the Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a trip. But it's a good spot. It's a good spot. spot, yeah. Great spot. And it's normally these same core fellows. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what I enjoy. So most, part of the plan, I was like, I'm going to hit this hard yeah. and consistent, you know, every day. Um, and, and I may have picked that up a bit from tips, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I think I remember him sharing one time during, um, we got some breakfast over at Jake's uh-huh. after uh, Cougar yeah. Town. Yeah. And then he was like, I go to this one, I go to this one. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I like that. I think I think routine helps develop a lot of character. Yeah. And so, strengthen that circle of, of men who also do that, that same routine. Exactly. Which is nice because then, you know, after a while, it's, you know, hey, and then I'm getting to know people and yeah. going beyond the workout and yeah. to, you yeah. know, how are you? Yep. And you get guys who, who who may take a little bit more time to warm up to you, you know, now that they've seen you for like two weeks in a row, yeah. they're going to be like, Hey man, you know, what's your, what's your story? What do you do? Yeah. Which <laughs> is oftentimes a question as we're, uh, moseying along <laughs> yeah, yeah. for a few minutes, you know, mm. that's awesome. And then, um, so now that you've been around for a while, how you feeling about the whole thing? I know we have jokes about some stuff, which I'm sure is a common, <laughs> a common. But uh, and I'll come back to that in a minute. But how you feeling about um, F3, the fellowship, the faith piece, the whole thing? Yeah, you know, it's a um, it's a broad organization. I think that hits on a very central area. You know, developing uh, leaders, developing strong men, mindful men, mm. uh, kind, compassionate. You know, men with integrity man with vision uh, and and I, I enjoy it um, yeah. I enjoy the workouts I enjoy the conversations I enjoy the deeper ones you know that take place during breakfast mm-hmm. I know there's been some opportunities to volunteer mm-hmm. um, so I'm gonna hop on those you know as soon as my schedule aligns yeah uh, it, it really it really just goes well with a lot of things that I've done in the past that I yeah that have helped me be who I am today I wonder if we share a same um, feeling in that it's and and I'll agree with you that I've I felt like I've kind of always had this passion to give back and uh, and to be part of, um, and I never knew that a, a large group like this existed where there was like-minded men um, with a with a mission like F3 has, um, and then and then I then I found it and I was like oh my gosh all these guys, you know just want to do better mm-hmm. and just want to be better husbands and and better neighbors and yeah and uh we get to do that together rather than god you know am i the only guy in the neighborhood that's willing to you know pick up a tree that's falling across the street you know like whereas everybody else but 
that's what these uh, F3 guys do that I've seen time and time again yeah, yeah. <laughs> with these types of dudes. Um, I think about it often, like if you're, if you're, if you're a listener and you're, and you're not part of F3 um, and, and you're curious about what, what type of men these guys are, these are the types of guys that you want, you know, behind you at the intersection if you blow a tire. You know, uh, if you run out of gas and you've got, if there's an F3 guy around, he's, yeah. he's coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you you're um, you know, you're walking to the beach and you're trying to find a certain she- seashell. Yeah. These are the kind of guys you want with you helping. <laughs> <laughs> they can be like, what kind of seashell is it that you want, Poppy? Yeah, you're, what... you're going through Harris Theater and you're like, what is my wife? What, what do we eat at home? Yeah. Turn around. F3's there to help you. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Um, somebody called it a... Uh, it's it's very culty, but don't worry, it's a good cult. Who said that? I, I think I've heard, I can count on one hand, two people I know, um, Oil Slick being one of them. I'll quote him directly if you're listening to Oil Slick. He said, hey, you know, my wife calls it the cult. And I said, yeah, but it's, you know, it's a great one. And then uh, and then you were filling it out for a while. <laughs> you were like, when's the sacrifice going to be? For a while. You know. <laughs> Still doing it? <laughs> It's still a thought there. Still a thought. We even took you way out into the Appalachian mountains, and you're like, oh, still nothing. No, no yeah, sacrifices. No, no, no sacrifices. We weren't looking for a kid from the Dominican. Nope. I was the only brown one there with you. So I was like, <laughs> if, if if it's a cult, I'm going to find out, That's you know, right. deep into these woods. That's right. <laughs> but I came back safe and sound. Hey, let's talk about that a little bit. So, yeah, we took you on a trip. Where'd we go? Um, we went to the Appalachian Trail. Uh, we did like a... It was a 35-mile stretch north of Hot Springs. No, I'm sorry. We started out south of Hot Springs and then 30 miles north. Yeah. And uh, and you've done some hiking before in the past with the family and friends, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Roommate. So uh, how was that experience? It was, you know, the, uh, it fit exactly how I wanted it to fit. Yeah? You know, hanging out with uh, good guys. Uh-huh. It was you, me, JB, mm-hmm. uh, TPS, uh, STP, STP, yep, um, a patch, yep, and am I missing somebody? Joe, Joe, yeah, Joe, what an <laughs> awesome guy. <laughs> Joe's got an F three name. Um, I can't remember what it is. It's something like Bigfoot or something. Uh, that makes sense. He's a he's a tall fella. Yeah, um, but he lives way up, like Mount not, Mary. Yeah, not Oak Ridge, Virginia, but um, like 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 actual Virginia. Uh, so he has a hard time. There's not a, you know, there's nothing up there uh, for him to, to be part of. But, uh, yeah, he does these hikes as often as he can. So, yeah, it was great to spend time with him. Yeah. And it's 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 good. I love I think that was probably my sixth trip or seventh trip maybe mm-hmm. with them. And it was great having you out there. Um, a lot of time for just focused conversation. Mm-hmm. Even if it's you're hiking in front of me and. I'm back in the back. We're just talking about this, that, and the other. Um, it's a nice reset. That it is. Nice reset. Um, did you feel challenged at all during that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think there was a physical challenge. Yeah. Um, mental, you know, spiritual. And like you said, there's a lot of conversations. Yeah. So, you know, there were some conversations with uh, <clears throat> JB and religion. Yeah. Uh, there's some conversations you and I had and, and Joe. Um, S. TP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always get the acronym. It's funny when, when we're out on the trail. I often call. I just call him by his uh, 
his his birth name Charles. Yeah, me too. That's what I was doing. <laughs> so, and then when we get out here, it's back to STP. Uh, but yeah, being out there with him is great. He's a if he doesn't know it or not, he's a he's a real mentor to me. I, I look up to him. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great guy. JB too. Patch not so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but now nah, the older guys, man, they do something for me. Um, you know, growing up without you know the father figure, uh, these guys kind of step in. Uh, indirectly mm-hmm. and they may not know it but uh i do appreciate them and i'm glad that they're around oh yeah with yeah. all their quirkiness yep yep you need the quirkiness it keeps people uh sane if you will yeah and jb's great man oh yeah i've never met a person like him yeah he's got uh great energy great spirit but yeah, yeah. the the hike was amazing uh you know we, we had a lot of great conversations i think pushing each other yeah. and then learning more about each other yeah. Um, getting up early in the morning, you know, keep going. I think there's moments where you feel the hips getting tired, you feel the legs getting tired. Um, but it's what's nice is the limited choices. Yeah. I think provide a sense of freedom. Like mm. you, you know, you're so deep in the woods mm-hmm. that the option to stop and call an Uber is not there. <laughs> um, which I find extremely essential, yeah. like in finding any kind of success you want to find in life. Yeah. You know, the moment we have a clutch or we have comfort. It gives you the option to exit out, just like waking mm-hmm. up in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, here and you're take day to day live and you go, okay, I got a five thirty a.m. workout. Yeah, you can hit the alarm and skip it. Yeah, but if you're deep in the woods and you know you got to get up at five a.m. because you need to do blank amount of miles yeah. to get to your next spot, that option is not there, and and I, th- I think I think that speaks volume to helping people move forward in life. Mm. What a great carryover. Um, was it? Uh, yeah, I mean, if if you if you think about eliminate the the options, if you if you commit to something, even if it is to wake up each morning to go to go post at a workout, and that there isn't any other option, you know, yeah, just go. And yeah, we don't. Um, I guess we have that a lot during our day to day. Like you can't not be a father. I mean, I, I guess you're good, but I couldn't imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you you can. You can't not show up for your wife. Um, so those are just hard commitments, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe all those things, you and you see them in society, I mean, you see them on TV where people mm. don't show up, you know, dads head off, spouses head off. Um, crazy. I think it kind of just goes back to, you know, you. How yeah. disciplined are you? Where's your willpower? You know, where's your integrity? Where's your work ethic? Where's your blank? Yeah, your, your willingness to endure yeah. the, the hard thing. Which they oftentimes talk about in this this uh, in this environment with with the F three guys, um, yeah. I, I used to even before F three, I would say you know if it if it's hard, I want to do it. The harder, the better. Like, but since my I've been around, I guess two and a half years, I owe a lot to uh, to the F three guys again. Like, like made some major decisions have happened in my life now, you know where I don't know that I would have had the courage to do them if it weren't for, for F3. Um, mainly in like career decisions and things. Yeah. Um, but uh, being being present and mindful with the kids is a big thing. Mm-hmm. I like to think that other guys that I know are doing that. So I it, it motivates me to do it. Especially in your case, man. It was great seeing that celebration last night <laughs> 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 that we talked about at the beginning of the episode. Uh, share with that and then I'm going to backtrack. Um, let's start there considering that's like one of your latest uh, accomplishments. Um, 
for your career and uh, personally, I'm sure, and, a, and it's no easy task. Do you want to share what that was? Yep, I guess I can do that. <laughs> so I got, I got home and I, I had no idea they were um, planning it, um, but kids, wife, had some decorations up, some hand uh, drawings. Yeah. Um, celebrating uh, the recent accomplishment of finishing up my PhD. Yeah. Uh, so officially, you know, Dr. Poppy. Dr. Poppy. <laughs> uh, Welcome. Yeah. Uh, birth, birth name, Dr. Juan Santos. That's awesome. Um, so that was, you know, that was, that was really nice um, because I think, uh, you know, I, just from my end and my wife's end, we, we've always tried to look at a connection to what we do to the family system. Mm. Um, so, you know, being able to finish school, like, yes, it has a lot to do with my own goals. You know, mm -hmm. I wanted to pursue a doctorate so that I'm able to, like, sit down with my patients mm -hmm. and know that I'm giving them the very best that I can give them. Yeah, that's I'm great. not taking any shortcuts. If there's new knowledge, I'm learning it. Yeah. If there's something I got to immerse myself in, I'm doing it so that if they're coming in with maybe depression, with relationship challenges, I'm able to support them as best as possible. Yeah. So there's like that selfish component of mm -hmm. I want to do this so I can get myself to that next level. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's things like uh, I want my kids to see that so many things are possible. Like, mm -hmm. look, if Poppy can do it, you can definitely do it. Yeah, but look at your dad. <laughs> exactly. Man. And I want them to do that. Like, I want them to get older and be like, you know, dad, that is silly. Yeah. You know, dad forgets things. Dad uh -huh. doesn't know everything. Right. Right. That's, That's a goofball. Awesome. And, and it, you know, I think it could build so much uh, strength in them and empowerment. To say, I, I can do that too. Yeah. I tell you, man, it's, <laughs> I wonder if, if, uh, if, did you think I was part of this at all? Like, what if I was behind you going in the door and I had my phone out and I was videotaping the whole thing? You were like, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have thought to like, try to like, yeah. like be part of like immediately. That it was cool. I, I just wanted to get out of there. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm celebrating. I came home and told my wife, I said, <laughs> I said, I think your wife, I think I saw her like cut her eyes at me once and then she was over it. She's like, you son of a, <laughs> I was like, let me just get my stuff and I'm gone. So we, I was in and out in what, five minutes? Yeah. Yeah. And no, I was fine, man. By the time I come back up the stairs, she was like, do you want something to eat? Do you want some cookies? I'm like, no, <laughs> like I'm gone. Missed, there were some good cookies. You missed out. I bet. You probably, do you have any leftover? I think there was like three right. and I go ham on cookies. All right. Yeah. I got a sweet tooth. Same. And some ice cream? Kill it. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe I'll come by later and grab a cookie. Um, if it's there, kids will be up because you're going to get it. All right. So now let's backtrack. Um, let's let's go back. Uh, tell everybody where you were you were born. I was, I was born, <laughs> you know, uh, here. Okay. Planet Earth. There you Are go. Are you familiar with Just that? Just like everybody else. Could be. Sometimes I wonder about you, though. <laughs> Might have been born somewhere else. I'm like, is this doing an alien? <laughs> uh, that'd be awesome, actually. Are okay. all F3 members aliens? Maybe. Quizás. <laughs> have you read Q Source yet? There might be something in there. Could be something in there. <laughs> so, no, you were born uh, here? I was born in uh, Dominican Republic. Yep. A little town there called Monte Cristi. That's awesome. Very small. It's like what you would consider your uh, rural, you know, yeah. maybe like a little country town. You walk out and you know everybody there. Yeah. Um, very impoverished. Uh, we had an outhouse. Awesome. Uh, we had no like legit bathroom yeah. facility, if you will. Um, wow. A little big old water truck would come and fill up this giant tank outside. Really? And in that tank, my mom would fill into a bucket and that's how we would shower. Wow. Uh, 
dirt floors. We had some like chickens, pigs outside. Really? Um, yeah, it was, uh, and you know, you don't think about those things when you're a kid as much. Yeah. Um, uh, but you certainly see, like, I, I remember when I got here, um, I was, and I still am, like, I love peanut butter, but uh-huh. it goes deeper than peanut butter. It was because when I was a kid, it was a luxury. Yeah. Like, we, we would have to go to this uncle that I had out of town, and he would have some wow. because we couldn't afford it. Yeah. Right? Um, or juices. Right. Like we can't afford those. Uh, cereal boxes. Like, you know, here, kids eat cereal all the time. Oh, my gosh. And, and you know, there, that wasn't really th- that option. They just, like, throw it on the floor. They exactly. Don't care about yeah. it. you're over there eating it (laughs) yeah i'm like man this is good who invented this process juck what a great perspective yeah so you didn't have any of that and they were luxuries they were luxuries yeah um and they still are for us too just people don't don't see them that way correct and they ought to yeah they really ought to um and then uh do you guys have any uh pictures of anything like you know, pictures of you when you were little. Yeah, yeah. Running we, around barefoot. Yeah, we. we my mom, um, I've got some. My, my parents have some. Um, you know, the the way sometimes migration works when you leave your home country and then you you know you go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You're not always able to, of course, pick up your home and bring everything. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things that were left behind there. Yeah. Um, I think I may have like 20 pictures, That's like awesome. somewhere in that ball, ballpark. Yeah. And I was there till about seven years old. So not too many. Yeah. You know, I think with my kids, like I got like thousands of pictures right. that I'll have within two weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a big difference. Yeah. I can imagine. I mean, the, you know, I remember the cameras back then. They had like the little, the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. You crank it up, mm-hmm. take a picture, and then who knows when you're going to develop them. Exactly. It's crazy, man. Uh, so was it the family's uh, goal and ambition to come to America was it yeah mom and dad did they pack up like how did all that happen yeah so my dad's family um they first came here you know a couple one at a time mm-hmm. um and then they were able to bring my dad over here nice um and then my dad petitioned for us yeah uh, and typically the way that works is like you you'll have someone here so let's say let's say you you're here yeah and you've got your legal status you're a citizen Mm-hmm. Um, then you petition, which means like you're wanting your family, maybe your wife to come yeah. here for a better life for your children. Of course. Uh, and then, you know, people migrate here often for very common reasons, like yeah. better opportunities, uh, work, better healthcare, educational systems. Uh, I think I read this one study where it was really interesting. They talked about, um, the improvement on the u.s workforce that mm. comes from immigrants yeah. and it was it was like a huge percentage like i think like 90 or 95 percent of immigrants that yeah. relocate to the u.s start their own businesses yeah right so i mean it highlights like a strong work ethic yeah um, but also you know you're pouring into the economy yeah. which helps the u.s economy build yeah um, and sustain itself and if you and if you look back it's probably been a major part in our economy since it started Oh, you correct, know. right. The melting you know. pot. Yeah. I mean, you look all the way from New York, the Irish. Yeah. Um, Staten Island, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the the entire, I think, U.S., you know, all the, the corners and sides. Yeah. It's just, you know, immigrants yeah. coming in from all directions. Scottish. Yeah. You know, came in and there are, you know, tons in the Appalachian area. Yeah. Um, so I think sometimes we forget, you know, when we look at immigrants and maybe we look at color. Mm. Um, but, you know, a lot of times they're your exact uh, skin tone. Yeah. You know, it's, it's somebody you go, you know, this person's probably born here, Western, Caucasian. But then it's like, well, no, yeah. actually, I'm, I'm Irish or I'm Scottish. And 
my parents migrated here or my grandparents migrated here and because unless, of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, unless you're uh, in, in indigenous... Am I saying that right? Indigenous? We'll let you say it. Sorry, I think indigenous, uh, you know, American, uh, Indian, if you will. Um, yeah, you, you came here as an, as an immigrant and, and your family did their part to try to stay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's something we ought to probably all try to remember. <laughs> so yeah. if you're listening, yeah, you know, jot it down. Um, if it weren't for them, you wouldn't be here. Um, and then how long was that transition between like when your dad came to get the rest of you guys up. That was, that was a good while. I want to say I was around like two when he had first set off. Yeah. And then about six, almost seven. So yeah, um, it's a chunk. Yeah, so it was a good chunk. Um, while I was there in the Dominican Republic, I have my mom got two older brothers mm-hmm. and they've got about 20 years on me. Yeah. Um, so they stepped up and took that role of, you know, being there and being supportive as best as they could. Yeah. That's uh, great. Yeah. And did your um, environment and situation improve there in that time from two to seven, if you can remember, like when your dad was up here doing his thing and then got you guys up here? Or was it pretty still a, a difficult place to live during that whole time? I'd say like I mean, a mixture. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, it's not always like I guess what many may assume, like, you know, you're here in the U.S. and the mm-hmm. dollar's worth more than the, yeah. you know, um, the, the amount of money over there in the other uh, place yeah because you got to sustain yourselves right mm-hmm. so it's like if you're here in the u.s well you got to pay all your own bills here mm-hmm. and, and your food and stay afloat and then the extra you're sending back oh, but at tough. the same time you're saving to pay all these attorneys to bring your family over yeah. and at the same time you're saving in general so that when they do come over there's some kind of cushion there for everyone yeah so it's like so many things up in the air that's what a sacrifice he made. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, no... He's, he probably wasn't going out to the movies on the weekends. Yeah. With his friends. You know? He was he was saving everybody he could to get his family up here. Whenever... Um, how many people did he help come up? I know, obviously, you, uh, your mother. Yeah. Uh, uh, my Me, my mom, my, and my other, my other brother. So, yeah. four. Four in total. Yeah. Um, and yeah, lots, lots of sacrifices. Even when I got here, I mean, he was still hitting seven days a week. I'm sure. You know, I think he, I think he was hitting seven days a week, maybe even up to like middle school, um, and then shifted to like six. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just work, you work, know, work, work. which is really strong, like a generational pattern you see sometimes, and yeah, maybe our parents and their parents, where it's like the way of contributing and helping. Yeah. Is rolling your sleeves up, and then just grinding every single day to to. Yeah, to put food on the table and shelter over, you know, someone's uh, head. Yeah, absolutely. And and, uh, commend them for doing that. Um, I wonder if we still if we do the same things just differently, you know, Um, it's not like I'm I guess I don't know how to put that. I guess we're yeah, we're we're fighting still to to put clothes on their backs, on the kids backs, you know, and the roof over the head. You know, they've got a they got a place to call home. And this is nice here. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, where am I, where am I grinding as hard as our parents did? In what areas of my life am I working that hard? Um, it, there's a good chance maybe I'm not, you know, maybe there's a, there's more, more in the bag, mm-hmm. if you will. So that's neat. I'm going to try to take that into my day. Um, where could it, where could I try to match that level of, of dedication and commitment mm-hmm. to family? Man, that's impressive. Um, is your dad still with us? Yep. Still yep, around? Yeah. 
Is he up here? Yeah, he's here. Uh, he lives here in Greensboro and he'll uh, he actually owns a tailor shop. So that's when he when he got here, he went into like a lot of immigrants, you know, really? either working in the workforce or trying to use a, a trade. Yeah. And then his was sewing uh, like suits, wedding dresses, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, so he's got a shop off of uh, Gate City. Really? Boulevard. It used to be High Point Road uh-huh. called Chael's Alterations. No kidding. Yeah. And then he, uh, he'll, you know. A, se- a seamstress, I think that's the yeah. title. Seamstress. Uh, and he's been doing this the whole time. The whole time, yeah. That's and incredible. Yeah. yeah, and it's been incredible because it's, uh, you know, all my siblings have been able to go through school. Yeah. Right. And and sometimes, you know, you, I, I think you may look at and say, well, you know, how is that job going to bring so many people forward? Right. But he made it work, you know, seven days a week, all day long, you know, putting in the blood, putting I in the bet. sweat. And it, you know, got us through college. Yeah. And, and, you know, got some good meals on the table. Um, we're all healthy. We're all alive. Yeah. That's incredible, man. And he's still open and still still doing it. Yeah. It's, you know, so I think sometimes it's like that, um, I guess, maybe just generational again. Yeah. I think, I think it's common to men. Um, and from, from my experience, from my perspective, yeah. where, you know, work, you know, you just keep working and you keep working. Uh, <sighs> wow. It, I imagine he was probably, you know, if I could think back in like to the nineties, I bet that industry was, well, maybe he's still thriving pretty good. Is he staying busy? He, he says now he'll, he says, I think as busy as he wants to stay. Yeah. Cause he'll travel too. So now that he's, he's one of those, uh, you know, and I think because he got here in his thirties, yeah. he, he has his own story. When he got here, he was actually on a, um, trash truck. Wow. That was his job. And he, he would tell me, because I got so excited when I was able to move up to like in the truck. Oh, yeah. Man. Right. And and it's just incredible um, because when we got here, there was a lot of poverty still. Yeah. Like we lived in a rough section. Uptown. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and later he was able to, you know, move us to like a nice, you know, I grew up poor. So I was like, wow, this is a mansion. Like, Damn. <laughs> There's um, just like eight windows in here. Exactly. Um, awesome. Because they would move us to like a really nice area in, in Greensboro. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome, man. Good for him. And yeah. then, uh, and your mom, is she up here as well? Yep, she's up here. Um, you know, typical uh, Latin mom, if you will, where it's a uh, homemaker. How's her English? Is it, is it, no. Nope. Is she 50 50 or, or none? Uh, I'd probably say like a 90 10. Really? A, yeah, stubborn for the English. That's awesome. Uh, which was, I, I think, growing up, it probably worked its way out because. Um, we spoke Spanish in the house uh-huh. and I've got cousins where they're not as fluent uh-huh. um, and it's because English was spoken mostly in the house yeah. when I think sometimes the parents may go through a culturation process of learning English and then they kind of go away from the mother language. Yeah. Um, so we, we spoke Spanish in the house and Good. now as an adult, it's gone a long way cause it's helped with career. Yeah. You know, being able to offer individuals, um, counseling and english counseling in spanish yeah it's awesome what a great tool are you um teaching your kids damn you, i knew you're gonna ask me that <laughs> I, after i just got done explaining about acculturation <laughs> um how you, you know, doing on that <laughs> I, I, I could i could be doing a lot better yeah and and i think with them i probably just justified it in my mind yeah. that they're going to be able to pick it up through, later later and through education oh, no. like it's sprinkled um, and as they get older, I'm going to immerse them in like school, like courses uh-huh. after school programs and things like that, where I'll learn it. 
and then you can kind of you'll be able to be at home practicing with them and, correct and yeah. helping them with their studies yeah in that regard um when you get mad does uh spanish come out no yeah <laughs> it's not like the go-to no one time uh my wife who's um from kuwait um early on when we first started dating she would she would say things in arabic but it, she doesn't do it anymore she's kind of like that had been 20 years ago that was uh well not it's not 20 17 years ago she that was the last little bit of arabic mm-hmm. that she held on to now it's pretty much all gone poor thing and she gets grief when she goes back and her aunts and everybody's talking to her in arabic and she's she can understand it really mm-hmm. well uh but communicating back is terrible but you know she lost it too coming over here yeah um in the 90s uh, during the invasion, she came here and, and went to school here and lived here for three years mm-hmm. as a child. And they really just kind of, that's when it started to go down. Yeah. She didn't hold on to it. Um, and then when she went back, American schools in Kuwait and mm-hmm. ba ba And just, I've said, I've said ba 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 three times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm counting them. I'm going to edit them out. I'm going to put like little sound effects. Something in cool. There. Yeah, something yeah. better than ba ba ba. Like a fart noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is fun, man. Um, and then, so when did you know that you wanted to go into um, helping people at the level that you are now, I guess, with, with uh, therapy and counseling? Yeah. Like, when did that happen? I, I think there was like a mixture in there with my vision as I was trying to figure out, you know, which direction in life I wanted to go in. Uh, as far as helping people, I knew that was part of the foundation always found myself in spaces of mm-hmm. being a support person, um, you know, being there for others. Probably got a lot of that from my mom, her being a caretaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as I went through school, which is very common with immigrants, you, you know, you, you come from an immigrant family, which often may mean you come from extremely poor, impoverished conditions where education is highly valued. Yeah. Um, and then the conversation goes, you're going to be a professional. Right. right. You're going to be a doctor, a lawyer, engineer, one of these top bar uh-huh. right individuals. Um, yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll shoot for a doctor. Yeah. And, you know, the cars didn't line up. <laughs> Next thing I know, I see blood and I'm fainting. Oh, no. um, but also it was tough. I, I didn't I didn't do uh, well with my bios, my chems. Uh-huh. Um, and I was a six year undergrad student. Oh, you know, I was God. going from like biology. That didn't work. Chemistry. That didn't work. Yeah, I kind of um, like this body stuff. No, the nutrition. No, I like the body stuff. I, I, I think just my mind didn't hold and conceptualize yeah. the, the material yeah. as I needed to. Um, and so then finished up undergrad, applied to, applied to med schools, applied to physical therapy schools, to mm. occupational therapy schools, to mental health schools, because mm-hmm. um, I knew they were all in the helping field. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what came back was mental health. Now on the back end. Um, I have a sister that's on the autism spectrum. Mm. So grew up with um, being her brother. Yeah. Uh, grew up with seeing her receive support from different professionals, like different therapists will come in. And I, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she brings a lot of value to me and to uh, others. And, you know, that's having awesome. that exposure, you know, of, of being a sibling um, to, you know, to another sibling that has autism yeah. has, has been extremely beneficial. You know, of course, challenging moments, but very beneficial and eye-opening. And I think yeah. that helped me solidify that when I was applying to those programs. I was yeah. like, okay, I'll go into this one. 
And that kind of nudged me in that direction when I went when I picked that mental health program. I ended up going here to Winston Salem State University. Nice Rams. Yeah. Yep. So I got my master's there. Awesome. Um, and then in there, it started with like autism, uh, which is still something now that I try to continue to study up on and, yeah. and, and hold, uh, yeah. uh, you know, some knowledge on. And I can think I think like most careers, you know, you go in and you find your footing. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, my footing. Where, I, where I'm enjoying my work is, is with couples. Yeah. Um, so I like helping, you know, just a couple solidify their relationship. Yeah. I find that when they're able to do that, everything else in life seems to balance out. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And so it's, um, you, you, you love what you do. Oh yeah. Which is awesome. I think I joked with you the other day when you, when you came by, was it, mm, was it Monday night? No, is it Tuesday? I think it was Tuesday, and I had asked about how was how was your how was your day or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I can't remember what it was, but anyway, you said that you had a, a full calendar of seeing patients on on a Monday, mm-hmm. from like whatever time you started and what time did you start, like seven. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was like a nine to nine. Nine to nine, twelve hours of sitting face to face with the person. Um, do you? Is it structured like one hour? Is it like fifty minutes? Um, Forty. Yep. They range though. Some will be like 50, 45 minutes. Some may be closer to the hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. So somewhere in there. And I joked, I was like, man, how, how, by the, by your last few patients of the day, do you get to where you're like, like you don't even, you're not listening. I mean, you're like, no, man, I love it. <laughs> there are, no, that's fine. That's going to be so messed up. I'd be sitting there like, oh my gosh, it's <laughs> been <What> a day. <laughs> What's your problems? You know, let me give you some homework. Um, you know, I found that in my previous career as a, as a PO, I would have a busy day and I would try to give each of my clients, if you will, um, attention and really probably more often than not, I did, you know, mm-hmm. you know, maybe if I had a really couple, couple of real knuckleheads come in at the end of the day, it was, my patience was short, but, um, but for the most part, I, f- I felt connected to them. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think I sold them short good, very often. Good. Uh, but man, that's, I commend you for that. And then my wife made a joke last night about it. She was in here helping me, um, reset up the, the studio space. And she said, uh, Hey, let me ask you something. I said, yeah. She's like, when you're talking to Poppy, does it feel like he's, um, like analyzing you? <laughs> she's like because i feel like he's like analyzing me he's, he's he's he can tell what kind of person i am i was like well yeah you know like when we first met um it's not often that we come across someone who uh listens mm-hmm. like you listen you know and it's it's a quality that um like i could say like you and sack really both do it very well and naturally and then here you are like trained and and I can I can feel it and I think that and I don't mean any disrespect but it could be off-putting I guess for some people and have you ever had this this observation with you in like a conversation maybe it's with like a friend of your your wife's or somebody or like Poppy really or Juan rather really like I feel like he's listening intently (laughs) has anyone ever said this to you yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't want to be the only one. No, no. Um, and I, I, you know, I think I try to, <laughs> I try to put an effort to do it because yeah. I, I know that, you know, I know when someone opens their mouth or even physically is near me. Yeah. It's a gift they're giving. I mean, you don't get time back. That's awesome. At any point. Yeah. So the moment that someone is willing to have a conversation. Yeah. I mean, it's just like they're pouring 
whatever they have and it yeah. could be money it could be of course it's time yeah and i try to value that as much as i can it's incredible so then you know i'm, I'm looking at eyes yeah i'm, I'm listening yeah, and that's what I told my wife. I said that's all he's doing. Um, but I, but listening. I could see how that you know could kind of question certain things. I've um, forget who it was. This was a buddy of mine a while ago. We had, we had met up, and <laughs> and and he had brought the same thing up because I, I hadn't seen him in forever. Yeah, um, I think when I saw him, I was in high school. Exactly. And in high school, I was I was a I was, I was different. Uh huh. Yeah, know, I bet. I haven't fully developed. Yeah, Still of developing. Of course. Um, and. He, he had brought that up so then we got into like a deeper conversation and he was sharing yeah. with me some of the struggles that he had gone through yeah and and I, and I think sometimes when we maybe when we're going through something it yeah. can be a bit of a challenge you know if if that's there yeah um because we don't know the intention um like it's a trust thing from a like person who's not used to it like that yeah or if i've i don't know like, like let's say i've opened up to my other friends Mm-hmm. and they were judgmental and critical mm. and opening up means that they were really listening mm-hmm. but it didn't go well mm. it was shitty mm-hmm. and then tomorrow you and i are hanging out and then you're doing the same thing hall pass like oh, you're yeah. you're giving me the eye contact you're looking yeah it's likely for me to connect you to what happened in the past so then i'm wow. so then it kind of kicks in right my mind kicks in and goes negative 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 really right versus just giving you like a clean opportunity yeah takes and you a minute to fully yeah trust that yeah. that you're not going to be like taken advantage of correct or, yeah or yeah that's awesome what a great observation and I, i'm glad that you said it that way because that's exactly what i told my wife <laughs> i figured I, I i saw i saw a recording of that on your camera i was like let me just copy this i had a i had a, I had um had your back and it's not a you know it's like it's not a negative also your i think your mind does a good job of protecting you yeah it does and we've been burnt so many times mm-hmm. throughout our lives yeah. by people and uh and, and even in in our relationship with his with as young as it is it's um it's very very refreshing i find myself holding back wanting to talk to you about like personal struggles and i and i say that because I know in your profession you do this day in and day out, and I also probably assume, I guess, maybe you could tell me if I'm wrong, your training has, like, you're probably encouraged to have a line. Mm-hmm, yeah, boundaries. Yeah, like a boundary where you don't want to, like my sister-in-law, who's um, a PhD as well with, with counseling, she's, when she's not working, she's not in therapy mode. Mm-hmm. Like, she just cuts it off, <laughs> which is good for her, and, and it works for her. Uh, but I find, like, if I'm, like, sitting there with and i'm like hey you know um my kid uh drive through uh, my oldest i'm like he's been doing some like something odd whatever mm-hmm. she's like ah oh, that's weird <laughs> <laughs> gotta go <laughs> she's like she doesn't want to get it or i used to back um a couple years ago i kind of quit doing it if i read something or if i heard something really powerful i'd like send it to her and then uh she just recently shared with me she said uh, you know i don't really i don't get into all that like outside of work I'm like, that's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I don't feel like, um, and, and she did preface that with saying, you know, you've got people in this industry who, who find it is like they're calling. They love it. They do it inside and outside of the mm-hmm. office. And she's like, I'm just not one of those, yeah. you know, and I, and I respect that and I get it. And, oh yeah. You know, and I feel like you're kind of like the, on the other side of that. Like, I feel like you're, um, you know, the, I feel like you give me and 
my wife and whoever else it is that you're conversating with, maybe the F3 guys, the same amount of attention um, that you would give uh, somebody coming in to see you at the office. You know, and, and mm-hmm. it's, it's an awesome quality to have. And uh, maybe going down the road, I'll start sharing some things. I'll be like, you know, I think I drank too much. <laughs> and then you'd be like, well, here's something you could try. Um, but no, I mean, there's, but you even know that it's much deeper than that. Like if mm-hmm. I just sit here and I tell you that, you know, I think, um, you know, I think I drink too much. And it's not that I drink um, like a case of beer every night. It's, it's a few beers. But uh, it's been a very consistent thing in my life for a few years now to where I'm like, Gosh, you know, I wonder, I haven't tried to, or nor have I had a reason to, like, let's just cut that out and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And if I start thinking about, let's just cut that out and see what happens, there's some, a little bit of anxiety. Mm. And like, that's the problem, like right there. Like, so if you stick around long enough, maybe we'll talk about it some more. <laughs> I, can, I can probably direct you to uh, Nora's sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, stop, you don't have a problem. You're fine. You know, just yeah. enjoy your life. And maybe that's what it is. And, uh, you know, I, I grew up in a, um, um, I'm trying not to make this about me. I warned you about this. Um, I grew up in a house where mom was uh, AA and she's got mm-hmm. like 30 years sobriety right now. She quit drink when I was seven. Um, so it's like 32 years or something. Who knows? Uh, and dad was a uh, big part of Narcotics Anonymous in the last bit of his life. Um, and I talked to my sister like last year or something. I was like, why do I always feel like anytime there's a, f- a, f- a foreign substance in my system and it becomes like a regular, like I've got a problem. And she's mm-hmm. like, she's like, I get it. It's just kind of how we were brought up, you know, to thinking that, you know, a couple beers in the evening is, uh, is a problem. Cause mom wasn't ever a heavy drinker, she, mm-hmm. you know, just a few a day, but she, at some point she was like, I don't. You know, I don't need this, and then I need help not to have it. So, and it wasn't like she lost the house. She didn't, like, yeah. lose her kids. It wasn't this big major thing. Um, so I think that her and I have both kind of dealt with this, you know, going back and forth between whether or not something's a problem or not. Yeah. It's a real bummer. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a real bummer. But it's helped me out, you know, like I knew early on that drugs are bad. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not one to go out and, you know, I, I can't. Uh, I just, I knew like methamphetamine, bad, don't do it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, I, and I, and I believed in, I could see it. And then I put two and two together. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go down that road. Um, but you know, not so much on the alcohol, which I could, I would argue is just as bad, you know, um, mm-hmm. it's just that we could buy it in the store. So that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Future episode content. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> we'll write that one down. We'll just talk about, you know, some issues like that. Uh, so here you are. How long have you been in practice? Uh, let's see, 2014. 2014, so that's nine years. If, if that's the math. I think so, right? No, eight. Oh, gosh, I'm just bad on math on the spot. This is your moment to shine. This is, no, I failed. <laughs> How many years is that? When are you celebrating your 10-year? Gosh, nine, 14, that'd be 2024. There you go. Uh, 2023 is next year. You'll be celebrating nine years. Look at that. So you're in your eighth year now. Congratulations. Thank you. Eight years. And I know um, I'll do a, a plug here. You um, have a podcast that you've done in entrepreneurship. Is that right? Yeah. And what's the title of that? Um, that one's called A Counselor's Journey to Private Practice. A Counselor's Journey to Private Practice. And they can find those anywhere? Yep. Yeah. Wherever like Apple Podcasts. It's all really just focused on 
like mental health professionals okay. that want to go into business because we're not taught that. We're taught, you know, yeah. your trade, how to be a therapist, how to be a counselor, a psychologist, but not so much of how to open up shop, yeah. operate, you know, an actual business and make it successful. Yeah. Early on, did you work for somebody? I did. Yeah. I yeah. had this really awesome uh, professor over at um, my graduate school, Her yeah. name was Dr. Uh, Robin Dock, and she had a practice in Winston-Salem and really took me under her wing, Yeah, taught me the ropes, like extremely generous. And, and that, you know, fed so much of the next steps. Yeah. Um, also coming from an entrepreneur family, you know, my yeah. dad opening up his own shop and seeing, uh, more seeing, like I saw that to have a successful business, you had to work. Yeah. And that, that taught me a lot. Like I knew I needed to work hard. Yeah. And then through my other experience, I learned that I needed to work smart. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so then I kind of just yeah mixed it all. And of course, you know, read as much as I could on yeah. business and operations and, you know, all that. I feel like that, unfortunately, and fortunately, is in my cards soon. So I'm going to have to. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm going to have to start um, really studying up because it's not easy. Right. This is tough having your own business. Oh, yeah. Right. And a lot of sacrifice, mm-hmm. a lot of time. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. So, but it's it's something that, um, it's the next step, man. It's mm-hmm. the next step. It's, the, it's for me and my family. Um, so I'm ready for that challenge. And uh, I'm in a much better headspace, I believe, now than I was 10 years ago. So... Uh, no time wasted. No regrets. No, just, man. Just jump in there and do it now. Get it done. Get her done. Get her done. <laughs> and I'll, I'll probably need your help with that. Um, and uh, we'll just, you know, stay close to me. All right? Don't let me don't let me go too far one way or the other. Um, I've got some great guys. And again, I keep referring back to the F3 guys. There's a lot of guys that are uh, entrepreneurs, business yeah. owners uh, within uh, the group that we associate with here uh, locally uh, that I'll be able to to get assistance and support oh, yeah. from so I'm, I'm looking forward to it i'm more confident in this part of my journey than i than i ever have been a lot of it's just me like like doing it like say you know write it down on a piece of paper it's goal and then mm-hmm. get after it yeah um what's next for you like professionally what do you want to do oh snap <laughs> I know this is a, pro, a professional podcast. That's this, awesome. this is legit. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, let's save that for a future episode, okay? And we'll talk about future um, aspirations, adventures, what's the next next chapter, blah, blah, blah. And we'll go back to uh, sharing your story with the listeners in that you're married. How long have you been married? Married uh, 10 years. That sounds right. Oh, congratulations. You got married in 2012? Yeah, 2012. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> September? No, June. June? June uh, 23rd. Good job. And we dated three years prior to that. So yeah. I, think, I think 13 years total. Yeah. Um, two kids. Uh-huh. Uh, eight and six. That yeah. sounds right. They're awesome kids, man. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it. you know, sometimes when things are going in life and they feel too perfect, you find wood to knock on it. Uh-huh. It's like that. Yeah. And, 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 you know, even with the whole perfect, there's, there's challenges. Yeah. Like there's days that are rough. Yeah, of course. Um, but I'll, t- I'll take it. Yeah. Like I'll take the rough days. I'll take the arguments. I'll take 
kids don't want to go to bed on time. I'll take the ups. I'll take the downs. Yeah. So it's my definition, mm-hmm. right? If I get to say, how do I, what kind of life do I want to create? Mm-hmm. I've been very blessed. Yeah. That yeah. it's, it's what I get to go home to. Do you try to, um, you try to be mindful of that every day, maybe even with every, you know, like a, like a bad night, mm-hmm. you know, at the house where it's just chaotic and it's crying and screaming and yeah. things just aren't panning out. Are you, are you find it? you know, you you stay grateful. I, I do try that. You yeah. know, it reminded me of a F3 uh, breakfast we did over at Panera after, mm. um, not Sweat Angel. Natty's. Na- uh, yeah, Natty's Hump. Yeah. Um, no, Fence, was it Fence Line? Fence Line's Tuesdays. Okay, Natty's Hump Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we were talking about Grace. Yeah. And, um, you know, a bunch of the guys were there. Um, who was leading that? Uh, Xerox. Xerox, yeah. yeah. Xerox, and he did such a great job. Yeah, if you're listening, you killed it. Yeah, and we went into grace and the importance of it. So that that is something that I try to practice like consistently. Yeah, and almost like breathing. Mm. Whenever I find myself in situations, I'm weighing them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying, is this issue more important than the foundation of what's happening? Um, is me telling my child, no, I can't play, more important than jumping into something at work? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and that, that, that helps me a lot. It's like a consistent, almost like breathing where I'm just repetitively doing it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's supported and like pouring love and pouring attention. And you know, the law of attraction. Yeah. Right. right? The law of the universe. It's freaking me out right now. Right. What you give comes back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the universe is doing things in my life right now where I'm like, holy smokes, man. It's working for you. I, I saw the other day you took your hat off and I said, hair's growing back. So, <laughs> so something good's happening for you. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, that's what I asked for. You know, I prayed and I was like, hey, I like that. My the hair. Lord's been good Lord's to me. Lord's been good to me. I'm like, it's coming back. Um, and that's awesome, man. And that's it's, it's great to have guys around. And that uh, one getting a group amongst each other and want to talk about things like grace, you know, like yeah. Where else do you do you find that? You no. know, after a softball game on a Tuesday, exactly. With your buddies, I mean, they're yeah. not going to sit around. And let's let's talk about grace. You know, that's one of the F F three things that I really enjoy, mm-hmm. like having those type of conversations. Yeah, um, I've been very fortunate that the circle of friends you know I've built over the years yeah. are those type of guys. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's just now nice seeing it on the larger span. Yeah, where you know, and, and here you've got guys um, that uh, subscribe to the F three mission statement um, all around the world. Yeah, friendly. Friends yeah. forever. Friendly friends forever. Is that that's the right. F3? Yes, yeah, that's it. I thought so. <laughs> that's why I joined. <laughs> we were on the hike together, and, and it's all quiet for like 30 minutes as we're climbing this mountain, and, and I hear Poppy up front saying, hey, you know, I got so many new best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, like Poppy, you do. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the hangover. Remember like, when he's like, pretty much. We're wolf pack. You we're, know, before, it was just me. <laughs> a wolf alone. That's now, exactly. Now here at Circle Time. <laughs> This it's, is my wolf back. There's me, there's you, there's us. Please, the next time that you queue, I want you to replace the 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 the, the normal F3 uh, mission statement with that one. I may get booted Please. off. Like, F3 is for the wolf pack. I was, was a wolf by myself. It's like, guys, I was, I was reading the queue source, and I saw in the index section, there's going to be a shift <laughs> uh, on the three Fs. On oh, the three yeah. Fs. The You're vote right. goes in next week. Apparently, it may be. Yeah, friendly friends forever. Friendly friends forever, <laughs> and 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 the great thing about F three is that you can, if that's what you want to do, you can you can send it up the flag, send it up the the chain, see what happens. Get enough people voting, we can change it. Friendly friends forever. 
2023. Yeah. Oh, man. Married two kids. Um, and that's kind of how we met as our, our boys are, um, our best buds, um, which is awesome, man. And you guys live such, so close. Yeah. Um, anytime we've made good friends here within this neighborhood, um, they always like move out. So it's nice. I hope you guys don't go anywhere soon. Yeah. Next week we're moving, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, shit. (laughs) I know. Like stay, somebody stay. Uh, it'd be nice, but no, you guys seem pretty rooted, uh, within the community here. Like you've, like you don't, um talk too much about you know wanting to venture out of like your little neighborhood down there Seems no great. yeah no I, I like it great neighbors um you know really trying to ingrain ourselves within the greensboro community mm-hmm. as a servants yeah you know as, as gilbert givers as helpers um so I, i'd like to stay there you know as, as long as you know god's willing to continue to bless us amen hey uh I wanted to mention that, and I was going to mention earlier, is that, uh, so we're recording this, uh, it's Friday, uh, August the 26th uh, of the year, 2022. There you uh, go. Sharp. Look at you. Thank know the you. day, know and the I'm time. I'm drinking my, my coffee's almost done. Uh, today was the uh, VQ for... Uh, Amicus. For, yep. Amicus. Is it Amicus or Atticus? Atticus. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm thinking about like uh, Spartans. <laughs> right. Is it Atticus? Yeah, I think it's Atticus, New York. Right? He's from New York. Let's Sorry, see. bud. <laughs> we haven't, uh, you know, we've we've crossed paths a few times at, uh, at workouts. We're still getting the name thing down, but I think it's Atticus. Um, anywho, it's this VQ over at the Lunatic Fringe. So when we got started this morning uh, in our version of the gloom, he was uh, he was posting over there. Amicus. Amicus. Is that it? Yeah. What did I say? Atticus? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, Amicus? Yeah. You I, had it. I Good. got it right. So, yeah, it was his VQ. Uh, I hope things went well. Uh, congratulations on on reaching that milestone. Um, yeah. I'm sure it was a good turnout. And I think they were even doing a shovel flag handoff up there. Oh, that's awesome. Lunatic Fringe this morning. And if if, if I got it right, uh, Good Hands is handing it off to Blowout over there at the Fringe. So Blowout's going to be our new site cue uh, for the Fringe. Um, yeah, congratulations again to Amicus getting that out of the way. I'm sure he'll be queuing lots more in the future. Uh, when's your next queue opportunity? Do you have something scheduled? Yeah, I think I got something scheduled. And yeah, congratulations, Amicus. Uh, really proud of you, man. I hope that you're out there. Well, you're done by now, but I hope you're killing it, making them sweat, <laughs> making them regret every second they selected you. That's a true queue. Look, you guys, that's what Poppy said he was going to do. He's like, I'm going to I'm gonna work them so hard, they're going to quit <laughs> you know um, there's there's some work some workouts i'll do and i'll overhear some of the uh pack members some of the guys and 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 they're just pushing mm-hmm. right um <clears throat> Hul- Hulahan? yeah you Hulahan? Know, yeah we were, we were going back and forth uh-huh. you know, I'm, I'm, hopefully i'm getting the name right but we were over there at uh sweat angel uh-huh and and i'm running we're doing sprints and then we're doing some burpees so we're, we're you know really getting you know the heart rate up hey wait a and, second they don't do running at sweat angel it had have been somewhere else. Then it must have been um, Wednesday. Uh, Natty's Natty's hump. Hump. Yep. Okay, there you go. And and so he so he's coming. He's pushing behind me. Uh-huh. And then next up, I'm coming behind him, pushing behind. Yeah. But we're we're just I mean we're just going right. Like we're really there supporting one another. Yeah. And I think I think it's so helpful sometimes to Absolutely. have that because you can almost get in your own zone. Yeah. Which can be you know a little lazy. Yeah. You're absolutely. like I'm a little little jog here. Yeah. So then he comes up and then he's like I'm I'm right behind you. Uh huh. So then you know your body's like you got more in you. Yeah. Let's absolutely. see it. 
so then you know the legs are going you're you're pushing it you're your same boat out there that's awesome and then he's doing it so yeah so you know i i I love that i I was trying to bring that same mentality yeah into into the first queue you know being in there and saying you know all all of you you know there's so much that you have it's just sometimes we need a little nudge yeah no that's awesome and it, it and i find that to be the case anytime akron shows up to a workout that i'm at I'm yeah like, oh no here we go i didn't get enough sleep last night i'm about to feel it and uh and i do because i would i will do like kirpies which are burpees on a curb um and, it, and he'll find me and he'll come like right next to me breathing on you i'm like man here we go so i gotta up my intensity and yeah, I, come on hop ass yeah he's like you can yeah <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you got more in you. Come on. I'm like, you do. Um, we did a Cougar Town once where a, um, a young man came. I haven't seen him since. I think he was um, here training. He was a, uh, uh, a Marine. Um, I think he had just come out of boot camp, and he was meeting with like his sergeant or something, but they both ended up showing up at Cougar Town, and we had a really hard workout. And he, um, he uh, what we refer to as uh, he blew Merlot which is their way of saying he, he had to step aside and go throw up somewhere. So I was like, he just finished mm. boot camp. Yeah. But uh, I think a lot comes, um, you know, he was around a, this group of men that were all, you know, doing a bunch of burpees and running and stuff. And he was probably going like 110%. Yeah. You know, and then that can be hard to sustain for an hour. So, oh, yeah. So I don't blame him. I, I would have done the same thing. He didn't know that he could probably took it easy. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been just fine. But that's uh, something that... um. I'm proud to say about Cougar Town, it's, it's nine times out of ten, always a really hard workout uh, with the guys who lead over there. Oh yeah, Saturdays at six thirty. Uh, so if you if you're if you're if you want to push, I encourage you to try Cougar Town uh, Saturday mornings. I, I would argue it's the hardest workout of the week. Yeah. So uh, if you're looking for that, that's where you find it. Well, let's wrap this thing up, man. It's been an hour, hour and ten minutes. Um, where can uh, where can people find you other than here on the Yammer uh, going forward? Where can they find you uh, in real life? Uh, not your address, but <laughs> where do you post most often? Let's see. Mondays, typically I'm over at Circle Time. Tuesdays, I try to make it out to Fence Line. Mm-hmm. Wednesdays, I try to make it out to Natty's Hump. Thursdays, uh, Sweat Angel. Yeah. And then Fridays, I have been replacing Broga. Yeah, but I've been doing a morning run over by Military Park right here. Yeah, yeah, and I'll I'll do about an hour, sometimes an hour and a half to two hours, That's just awesome. you know relaxed, uh, maybe a ten minute pace somewhere around there. My perfect um, pace. So you know, if anybody wants to do that, let me know. Sure. Um, if not, I'm okay with that. I can pop in my audio book and listen to it. Yeah. And, you know, I, know. It, yeah. <laughs> I think you're like me. We've we've shared this with each other. Is that I'm I'm very selfish with my running. Like, I like to be by myself uh, when I run, like any distance like that. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a form of, like, therapy for me, mm-hmm. you know, a little reset, which I need one terribly here lately. And then we're going to start kind of doing this podcast stuff Friday morning, so that might be, yeah, you know, that might interfere. Uh, but we'll bring guys in here to, to chit-chat with us. Uh, Saturdays, do you do anything? This Saturday? Or Saturday? Oh, Saturday, Cougar Town, yeah. Cougar Town. Yeah, I like going to Saturday, Cougar Town. It's a... You said it was a hard workout. I was going to say it's a relaxing workout. Oh. You can lay back. They got lemonade, <laughs> sweet tea, chocolate chip cookies. The whole thing, really? The whole thing. Hall Pass comes ready. I don't know. I think that's a different place. Is, that a, is that a different place? Yeah, I think that's a different place. Okay. It sounds like you're talking about Nordic Track. 
<laughs> up uh, there with uh, Sticky and all his kids' games. Those uh, those those games yeah. are fun. No, they're good. Um, I'm I just recently handed my flag off uh, to Cougartown to Jigawatt. Uh, commend you for taking. Oh yeah, uh, he had a good workout. Yeah, he the last two that he's done. It's terrible. Yeah, it was, it was a good workout. My tendonitis still hurts. And you know, Jigawatt, you it's. I was like, what? Yeah, he's because. He's, Looking, I was like, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get a workout. Uh huh. Zero to ten, ten being the hardest, probably like a seven or eight. Okay. But then he keeps going. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, we're at a nine. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's that, torturing us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the hardest ones I've done at Cougar Town has been when um, Ozon uh, cues. I don't know what it is. Like his mosey pace is fast, um, and oftentimes on that campus, there's it's 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 big, so there's a lot of fast yeah. moseying. Uh, it laps on a track, it, and it's terrible. Um, but yeah, he goes. Jigawatt does a great job. Yeah, he know he knows how to use, which I love about F three. Yeah, like you know, you you would never think, you know, how how well can you utilize a yeah. parking lot, benches, a curb? Yeah, right. right. There should be a book called Fitness and the Curb. <laughs> right, a thousand ways to use your curb. Just give me a parking lot. Because there, I mean, there are so many workouts, you know, Jigawatt throws so many that you're just next to the curb. Yeah. And like, here you go. Yeah. Or, you know, if, if an F3 guy walks into any place and you see a nice sturdy brick wall, mm-hmm. you're like, That's a, <laughs> we can do a lot with that brick yeah. wall, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, but yeah, so Saturdays, they find you there. Uh, Twitter. Twitter is, let me pull it up. Have you considered doing like an F3 dedicated uh, personal Twitter handle or are you going to keep your... Uh, like Juan Sant- Santos professional and F3 stuff blended. I, I, I you know, so far I had it blended. It's yeah. uh, Juan Santos 336 for Twitter. Perfect. Um, and I, I guess I saw, I think I saw some guys had both yeah. where it was a mixture. I mean, on there, when the bio it says F3 Big Poppy. Okay, and then good. I saw that some other people just had their, you know, like yeah. a one account where it's just for F3. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I love F3, so yeah. I have no issue with um, blending it. You know, it'd be the same if it's a church I go to yeah. or if I'm volunteering with the Red Cross. Yeah, sure. Know, I'm, I'm going to stand behind the name that I, I think is doing a good job. Nice. Uh, showing value and commitment to the community. Yeah. Uh, you know, unless it goes in the wrong direction. <laughs> then, then bam, then taking stop. it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. And you, you, you post a lot of, like, really encouraging... Um, bits and pieces throughout your Twitter, which I love. And I think a lot of the guys enjoy that too. Uh, even if, you know, if we're not like sharing or commenting on it, we read them. Yeah. And, uh, at least I do. And, uh, and I appreciate looking at that throughout my day. I'm like, Oh, what a good tidbit yeah. of, uh, encouragement or whatever it may be. So I appreciate you posting that. Um, yeah. So we'll go into uh, future episodes with you as, um, um, I don't want to say co-host. I'd, I'd rather say that we're hosts or hosts. <laughs> of this thing uh going forward um there'll be lots of conversations with just me and you um and we'll have opportunities to bring other guys in uh and talk to them um i think uh we can get the guys excited about we're going to do many episodes um we're still really just kind of ironing this thing out as we go i think um and then uh many episodes on topics that you guys want to uh, talk about so if you see us out in the gloom and you're a listener of the yammer and you have recommendations uh don't hesitate to share those with either me or poppy uh and we'll we'll jot it down and bounce it off each other and 
see if we can make something happen. Like this is a, and I, and I shared with you too, Poppy. I think this is more for them than anything else. I get a lot of out of it. Um, but uh, I want the uh, F3 guys of, of this region and eventually um, on a larger scale to be able to benefit from from listening to us two knuckleheads talk about mm-hmm. different knucklehead things. Yeah, yeah, good plan. <laughs> right. All right. So with that being said, um, you guys can follow the Yammer on Twitter. It's uh, at, I think it's F3 American Yammer. I don't know. Just look it up and then you can listen to any of the podcasts on any uh, podcast forms, Apple, uh, Spotify, I guess, being two of the biggest. Uh, and then, uh, of course, to help grow this thing, if you want to like, listen, like, share, I think is what they say. Uh, listen, like, and share the episodes with your friends and family. And uh, until next time, I think we're done. All right. <laughs> Let's save this thing. I have a, a bad reputation of hitting delete. Right, guys, how about that episode with Big Poppy? Hopefully, uh, you all learned a thing or two that maybe you uh, did not know about Big Poppy. Um, uh, we are lucky to have uh, guys like him uh, in the world um, and who are open to discussing these types of uh, uh, things that he was uh, opened up with us about. <laughs> so, anyway, this is the outro, guys. If you want to. Um, help out the uh the yammer obviously you listen to it and you like it and then you subscribe to the channel uh that helps us catch some traction and get some more listeners um and then uh if you want to during a circle of uh well not circle of trust but announcements at your f3 workouts if you want to um uh, do a little yammer plug man that'd be appreciated um any way to to get us some more listeners so Anywho, uh, guys, stay tuned for the next episode. Uh, I believe next up we've got uh, Poppy's going to be interviewing uh, me, Hall Pass, and um, maybe learn a thing or two that you haven't uh, learned yet. So enjoy, guys. Thanks for listening. Until next time. <laughs>